1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Happy Thursday night. Happy Thursday evening. It is the JR Sport Reef Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Super producer and host, Ryan Hickey. Ryan Hickey is coming to us live from New York City. Thank you to everybody listening all over North America at home, at work, on the roads, the highways, the byways, the in-betweens. People going to work, people leaving work, people doing stuff they ain't got no business doing. Don't worry about it. I'm not there with you, so I can't tell. And I'm not telling anyway. I know how to mind my business. Unless it's something about sports. Why the hell they pay me? We're going to pay you to stand here. I stand when I talk. We're going to pay you to stand here and talk about sports. So that's what I will do. I get started every weeknight, weekday, afternoon, evening, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 Pacific. I'm only going to be here for one more hour. My my apologies. I'm a human being. I got to take a nap. I got to sleep. I got to eat. I got to do other things. Uh, So that's why I'm only here for four hours a day. So I get started 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. Today's been a very, very busy day. Uh, Raheem Morris is the new head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Dave Kanellis, he is the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. If you have no idea who the hell he is, join the club. The man has only been an offensive coordinator in the NFL for one season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this past year, helping Baker Mayfield get himself a new contract helping them go back to the playoffs in the post-Tom Brady era, and now he is the new head coach of the Panthers. He gets to work for David Tepper, who we know enjoys, you know, throwing drinks at fans. Oh, my God. Ryan, I got a great idea. Maybe Luka Doncic, David Tepper, and Draymond Green, maybe they can start like a support group for the angry. Now we're talking. Right, This is putting the community first and making a difference for once. I know. So uh, David Tepper, I mean, he got fined $300,000 for throwing a drink at a fan. Uh, Luka Doncic last night had a fan ejected for, you know, just taunting him and telling him to put his fat ass on a treadmill. And then we know Draymond Green. Well, I guess we can leave him out. Draymond has already been through counseling or whatever the hell he needed to get his life together. And so we've had a busy night. Uh, you know, speaking of, of Luka Doncic, the NBA All-Star starters, they were announced. Uh, Luka Doncic starting, five-time All-Star. LeBron James is now a 20-time NBA All-Star, of uh, the first in NBA history uh, to meet that 20-All-Star game mark. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was tied with LeBron at 19 appearances, and now LeBron has 20. But Luka Doncic, like I said, he he got a fan ejected last night. And uh, allegedly the words that got him ejected were, yeah, you you're kind of out of shape. Get your fat ass on a treadmill. And Luka had enough. And Luka, in speaking to TNT and Shaq and Ernie Charles, all them good folks. Hi, Kenny. uh, They asked him about that. And Luka kind of sort of apologized. You be the judge. Listen to this.
3: It was the whole game, you know, a little bit. But uh, I was really frustrated, you know, we were losing. I twisted my ankle in the second half, so in the first half. It was just a lot of emotions. Uh, but, yeah, uh, probably shouldn't have done that. So when I'm wrong, I admit it. So probably shouldn't have done that. But it was just
2: the whole game going on. I prop no, Hickey, I understand why we didn't get uh, a full apology, why he said he probably shouldn't have done that. While he admitted that he was wrong, but he probably shouldn't have done it. It's the language barrier, Hickey. That's why. It's the language barrier. Oh, that's it. It's not that he doesn't believe what he's saying. It's the language barrier. Do you understand how difficult it is just to say not I probably shouldn't have done that, just to say I shouldn't have? That it's a massive difference. English is so difficult, man. I would agree. Uh, I'm glad that we have learned English
4: first here because I could not imagine trying to you know learn English as a second language. All oh, the stupid rules, how many words sound the same but mean different, spelled the same but sound
2: different. Very that I'll give you. English is very difficult to learn. Yeah. So Luka Doncic, he he apologized. It just it didn't come across as as heartfelt. So yeah, Luka, get it together and just lay off on the fans. Also, thank you so much. That's somebody who's angry. Earlier on in the show, we spoke to someone who is happy. Mark Schlereth joined us. Yes, three-time Super Bowl champ, Pro Bowler, uh, analyst in the NFL. Today is Mark Schlereth's birthday, so I want to thank Mark Schlereth for taking the time on his birthday to come through and give us some some NFL insight and some NFL news. Uh, we talked about Bill Belichick, the fact that he might not get a job. There are only two jobs that are still available, head coaching jobs, excuse me, in the NFL. That's the Seattle Seahawks, and that's the Washington Commanders. And uh, as we learned today, I told you Raheem Morris is going to be in Atlanta, and the word on the street is the Washington Commanders don't want Bill Belichick. There's a reality that we may not see Bill Belichick coach a game in the NFL this season and the other coach who's still available is Mike Rabel. we might not see Belichick or Rabel in the NFL and these are some of the best head coaches available Mark Schlereth had a great line he said that NFL owners who happen to be 80 years old hiring young offensive coordinators is like Viagra for them. I didn't say that. Mark Schlerf did. Thank you, Mark Schlerth. I hope you're having an amazing birthday, an amazing birthday night. 855-212-4CBS is the number. That's if you want to call me. We've paid our bills. The phone lines work. And me, I'm also online available everywhere at JR Sport Brief. One of the other things that I asked uh, Mark Schlerf was about the AFC championship game, the NFC championship game. And as we move forward towards these these matchups on Sunday, Mark Schlereth gave us his preseason predictions, and he said, I'm sticking with them. I'm looking at the 49ers, and I'm looking at the Ravens. Ultimately, he thinks that the 49ers are going to go out and hoist the Vince Lombardi trophy, that Brock Purdy is, is not respected the way that he should be. And I asked Mark Schlereth about Brock Purdy. I said, why doesn't this man get the love that he deserves.
1: I just don't think people really understand what he does. And as good as he is, I'm telling you getting through a progression, um, the timing of an offense is kept in the quarterback's feet and there's nobody better than Brock Purdy in regards to his feet and the timing of that offense. And I've watched him work a progression of of, through four guys in a progression in under a second and a half and deliver a touchdown throw. So the, the guy is exceptional at what he does Um, You know, it is weapons and it is scheme and, you know, he's the quote unquote game manager. And I asked him about that, man. He bristled. He said, anybody who calls me a game manager doesn't actually watch the tape, which I love the answer. I loved his kind of saltiness. Didn't play very well last week. Um, I think he'll get a bounce back as well.
2: I I think so, too. I think against the Lions, I believe that they're going to be in a shootout. I think this is ideal for Brock Purdy to go out there and and try to light it up. That's with or without Debo Samuel. We know he's been dealing with a shoulder injury, and so Brock Purdy, he may not get the respect from the general public, but I'll tell you this: Brock Purdy has gotten the respect from the sports writers. Brock Purdy has gotten the respect from the Associated Press, which helps manage who gets the NFL MVP. Because today, we found out the finalists for the NFL MVP for the 2023 season. Not too big of a shocker that a lot of these dudes, or at least three out of the five, are still playing. Here are your finalists for the NFL MVP award. And we will find out who they are in NFL Super Bowl weekend out in Las Vegas. Josh Allen is a finalist for MVP. Christian McCaffrey is a finalist for NFL MVP. Dak Prescott is a finalist for NFL MVP. Lamar Jackson is a finalist for NFL MVP. And then, yes, Brock Purdy is a finalist for the NFL MVP. Now, I I think we all, most of us, understand where the award is going. It's going to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is going to go out there and pick up his second NFL MVP. Now, this is kind of wild, because if you want to think about players who are criticized, it's one thing to be Brock Purdy and be selected number what, 262-252 in the 2022 NFL Draft. It's one thing to be Mr. Irrelevant and no one expect anything from you. Brock Purdy. He's still being disrespected. Can't you say the same thing a little bit about Lamar Jackson? You know, it's not as loud as it used to be about, oh, my God, he's just a running back who throws the ball. Oh, my God, you're never going to win anything with Lamar Jackson. I mean, he he doesn't always get the credit that he deserves as well. And so it's tough for me, you know, outside of uh, what I think will happen – I would love to see Lamar Jackson win a championship. I'd love to see Brock Purdy win a championship. I'd love to see Patrick Mahomes win one, but we know it's not going to happen. And so quite ironically, Lamar Jackson, heavily criticized, is a finalist for MVP. He's likely to win it. And Brock Purdy is on this list as well. Josh Allen, he ain't winning no damn MVP. And by the way, the award is voted on at the conclusion of the regular season and before the start of the playoffs. And so no one is taking into account, you know, a loss to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the votes were in before the postseason even got started. Josh Allen's not winning it. Christian McCaffrey and, and Purdy might as well just cancel each other out. We know Dak Prescott ain't winning no damn MVP. It's going to Lamar jackson and lamar jackson always a little bit of a lightning rod regardless of how you feel about him the name is always in somebody's mouth well this time cam newton brought up the name lamar jackson and cam newton brought up the name lamar jackson as it relates to another ravens legend ray lewis he was on the fourth and one podcast and cam newton talked about lamar jackson receiving the ultimate respect he actually said lamar might be more important and influential and valuable to the city of baltimore than ray lewis listen to cam newton i was having a conversation by a native
3: of baltimore he was like lamar jackson means more to the city than ray lewis and that's a bold statement Lamar Jackson is that guy. But, damn, when you think about it, this just shows your age. It's like, damn, overrate? Are you are you agreeing with it? I have to. I have to. There's not a more dynamic player in all of football than Lamar Jackson. Patrick Mahomes, dynamic in his own right. Correct. A different dynamic. Mm-hmm. But electric. Virginia Tech... Michael Vick, mm-hmm. electric. That, that's Lamar Jackson. And he's becoming more vocal too. Like He didn't speak on it, so people just had their own perception of him. This is like the societal kind of crossroad. Uh-huh. We're not used to seeing the position played to look, feel, act, mm-hmm. stand on, culturally, Play like Lamar. They will want you to be on commercials. You can't name me a, a commercial that Lamar Jackson's on. You can't even probably name me an endorsement that Lamar Jackson has. Lamar Jackson is the epitome of keeping
2: the main thing the main thing. Uh, Hickey, I, I, what did I just listen to? Can you, can you help me there? I know we, we just talked about how difficult English is to understand, and I, I think I understood every word that he said. What the hell is he trying to say? What, what is he saying? Uh, what's he saying? Um, well, the good news is he's not saying negative
4: things, right? Usually he's gotten a lot of attention for negative comments about quarterbacks. So he's at least pumping Lamar (laughs) up, which is first and foremost, a good thing. Um, he's trying to hype up Lamar and saying that he's bigger to the city than Ray Lewis. I, I'm, I also, I'm pretty sure I'm not hundred percent sure. Maybe you can correct me here if I'm mistaken. Doesn't, Ray Lewis have a statue outside the stadium?
2: He does. I mean, mm. for years, for yeah. years, even coming off of uh through through one of the, the the tunnels in Baltimore, Ray Lewis had a big old billboard that was nothing more than a, a welcome to the city. And I, I understand Lamar Jackson and and everything from a football perspective. And and Cam Newton alluded to it. He didn't dive deep. He talked about the cultural relevance of of Lamar Jackson and keeping the main thing the main thing and and I think Hickey we discussed this the other night Lamar Jackson is just so relaxed, so chill, nothing bothers him if Lamar Jackson kind of walked by you in uh, the supermarket, you know you wouldn't go, oh my God, nFL quarterback because he's not he's not possessed I mean the guy shows up to to the games and a hoodie and sweatpants. He's very salt to the earth, and he's very much himself. And it doesn't appear that he has changed, which I think is a, think is an admirable uh, quality. He's just he's just a regular dude who got money. That's what he comes across as. And so I understand that aspect of of being more relatable. But to to put him in the space for Ray Lewis, like I guess maybe it's a generational thing, for someone who's been around for both generations. Lamar Jackson got to win something first. There's the difference. Ray Lewis won two Super Bowls for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Ray Lewis is an icon in the city. I mean, we can think about Cal Ripken Jr. on the baseball side. We can look at a Ray Lewis here on the football side. Lamar Jackson has to win a championship before we start talking about his significance. I mean, if you never saw Ray Lewis hit somebody in your life, then sure. If you thought that Ray Lewis was was too made up in Hollywood, then where the hell were you when the man could have went to jail for allegedly reportedly killing somebody? Like, what are we what are we doing here? So he's been able to do a, a complete reverse from his from his character and who he is and how he's appreciated. And now you can see him on ESPN. You see people doing the squirrel dance. I mean, I've interviewed Ray Lewis. I don't got a problem with the dude. He's one of the nicest people I've actually met for a guy on the football field who ripped people to shreds. But there's one thing that nobody could take away from Ray Lewis it's the two championships and the fact that he is one of the best linebackers, he's one of the best defenders. He's one of the best NFL players ever. Even with two MVPs coming his way, or at least another MVP coming his way, we can't yet say that about Lamar Jackson. Can I say that in a month from now, post-Super Bowl? Possibly. But for right now, let Lamar Jackson win something. Before we talk about his significance, To the Ravens and the city. Can he be beloved? Yes. Can he be appreciated? Yes. Can he be the next big thing or he can be the thing right now? Yes. But let's let's slow down on where he lies in Baltimore until he wins a championship. Please, I would apply that to any city, not just Baltimore. Win something first. And not just an individual award. I can look at Joel Embiid. I know the fans out in Philadelphia, they love him. He might win another MVP this season. But you want to know what Joel Embiid needs? And Shaquille O'Neal said this the other day. And Shaquille O'Neal, funny guy, sure, ha, ha, ha. Shaquille O'Neal said, I cannot let this man into the big man alliance until he wins a championship. Joel Embiid, win something first before you get moved into that upper echelon. Lamar Jackson, win something. We can talk about your, your, your relevance culturally to the city, to the country, to Florida. Oh, hell yeah, we can do that. Win something first. Know that we're going to get that statue outside of the soon-to-be renovated m and Bank Stadium. Win something first. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Cam Newton is like, man, Lamar, more value, more Baltimore, more city. Hmm, what do you say? I'm going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. The JR. Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Right before we went to break, we talked about comments made by Cam Newton on his podcast. He said and agreed with the fact that Lamar Jackson means more to Baltimore right now or in general than than Ray Lewis. And I got to go, huh? What? Huh? Like, I understand the significance of of Lamar Jackson on the football field, the significance of Lamar Jackson in the community. I, I get all of that. But I'm like, damn, already? Cam Newton says yes. We, we heard and shared with you his explanation before the break. You can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app if you missed it. Uh, phone lines are open. It's eight five five two one two four 212 4 cbs That's 855-212-4CBS. We know Lamar Jackson is going to be in action this upcoming Sunday in the AFC Championship game as his team, the Ravens, host the Kansas City Chiefs. And then we also know on the NFC side, we talked about Brock Purdy. We had a great conversation with Mark Schlereth about Brock Purdy. Uh, Those 49ers will be hosting the Detroit Lions out in the Bay. So watch and keep up with all of the action. I need to let you know that you can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa, Alexa, to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions, they do apply. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and hit the phone lines up, and let's talk to Jonathan. He is calling from Baltimore Jonathan, you're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show.
6: How you doing, sir? How you doing today? I hope you're doing
2: well and we're getting ready for these ravens.
6: But what I'm calling about is there's two types of Baltimore. I called yesterday and talked to one of the other guys after UJR or after, later in the night. There's two types of Baltimore. There's Baltimore fans who love Lamar, who, who, who praise Lamar, and there's another Baltimore fan who secretly want Lamar to fail. There are people out here that say he can win 12 MVPs. He's still not a quarterback. He's still not a champion. It's always going to be something for him. And the reason why they say this about Ray Lewis, think about Jonathan Ogden, Ray Lewis, uh, Ed Reed, Terrell Suggs, all of those Hall of Famers and potential Hall of Famers, none of them have any substantial, uh, uh, substantial office in the Ravens organization. You know why? They tried to do Lamar Jackson the same way they did Ray Lewis. And what they did when Ray Lewis came up for his contract years ago, they had him go out there, go to Dallas. They rodeo clown him. He went around. They didn't give him what he wanted. He had to come back. Lamar stood up for himself. Rashad, he had billions. Lamar had talent. And the people here in Baltimore, they appreciate that Lamar didn't sell his soul. Which means, I'm going to tell you right now, there are Baltimore fans that hate. When he came into the game Sunday, he had sweatpants on, sneakers, and a gold chain. They hated it. Yep. And they it. secretly hate that. And why Cam Newton said, Cam Newton talking codes. He wants to keep his colors. He wants to keep his colors for will show. So he can't just say anything. We're limited to what we can say on the air. And Cam said it in codes. If you can figure it out, you figure it out. If you can't, well, so be uh- it.
2: Well, Jonathan, to, to, I don't think, to, to clarify, yeah, I said this as well. He didn't really go all that deep and in-depth with it. Cam Newton has a podcast. He has never been, been shy in expressing himself. Uh, he has never been shy in expressing his opinion. He doesn't have a radio show. I have a radio show. I mean, not a radio show. Well, hold, well, hold on, hold on, Jonathan. I, this, is, this is my ultimate point. That, that's one point of it. He, he is not restricted in what he has to say. Uh, Cam Newton has said controversial things about a woman's place. Cam Newton has been cursed out up and down by people who know nothing about football because of his commentary, regardless of whether it's about football or what a woman should be doing. You know, so he ain't shy about expressing right. himself. But we have said, hold on, Jonathan. Okay, there, have been okay. plenty, there have been plenty of times. where. People have looked at Lamar Jackson and said, oh, this guy is is too black or he's from the hood or he conducts or acts like this or acts like that. And so my point being, you know, I can understand and I've said this, I can understand people who appreciate him for being who he is. And it's not just about folks in in Baltimore. He's a lightning rod for various reasons, because he might be too real for folks, because he might not be quarterbacky enough as we've already heard. But I'll tell you this. I I do not think, in in Cam Newton's uh, comments, drawing from what he said, that to to say that he might be more valuable to the city has anything to do with a a contractual statement. Uh, Lamar Jackson, at this time last year, was pretty much ostracized, not necessarily for standing up for himself, but people were looking at him and going, what is this idiot doing by trying to get his own contract. People were saying, what is he doing? Not that he was going to leave, but that he was actually screwing himself. And you're exactly right. But
6: you know what happened? The whole deal, what you just said, is exactly what it is. He did it his way. And there are some claims in people's lives that they don't want. All that they said he did wrong, he came out perfect. He got his contract, he got the players he needed, he got the offense he needed, and he got a chance to thrive. People think all oh, that just happened by circle by, by chance. Cam Newton simply said, it's surprising that you asked that question to a woman, and they tried to kill him. He didn't touch anybody. He didn't put his hands on anybody. He said, it's surprising that you asked that question, and oh my God, it went viral. So Cam Newton knows, yeah, he has a podcast. But we all know the Fifth Amendment is what it is. We don't. We all can't say what we can say. You can, uh, but you've you got
2: to you, pay the price. You, you ha- yeah, we, all ha- we know you, you, there's things that you can't say. But in regards to the context of the conversation we're having and what you said, Cam Newton is free to express, oh, people don't like Lamar because he is black or he's too real or he wears sweatpants or people don't like his hair or they don't like his do-rag, like exactly. all of that. But all of that is is well within free reign to say, you know, Cam Newton wouldn't have been saying anything that is hateful in that regard. Hey, Jonathan, I want to thank you for calling up from Baltimore. Thank you. Thank you you so much. 855-212-4CBS. Jeff is calling from Boise. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show.
7: Hi, JR. I really appreciate your show and the way you see the world. I I love it. I just wanted to say that I think there's no way – that anyone but Lamar Jackson wins the MVP he has meant so much to his team and that's the criteria right he needs to be the guy Are you uh, the MVP needs to be the guy who means the most to their team uh, and there's no way he's not i mean they they kind of stumbled a little bit out of the gate early on and he took it upon himself to um to take his team over, put him on his shoulders the rest of the way, and I don't know how you. I don't know how any. I don't see how anybody else did that same thing. Well, we can talk about Brock Purdy, and he yeah. played great. I think he. I think he plays better than anyone uh, understands, and he's, he is great. I think we're going to see those two teams in the Super Bowl. Uh, but I would, I would love yeah, to. Yeah.
2: But I I agree with you. I, I guess you agree with me. Uh, yeah, I got Lamar Jackson as as MVP, and there are going to be other dudes from the candidates I mentioned: Josh Allen, McCaffrey, Dak, and Purdy. They're they're definitely gonna they're gonna pick up some votes. Uh, but ultimately, look, L- Lamar Jackson is the guy for for what your description is of the MVP, the most valuable guy, and and the most important to the team. Lamar Jackson but, basically is the team on the offensive side of the ball.
7: Yes, he is because he can do it. He sees, he sees it feel like nobody else. I think right now, I think he sees, I don't, I don't know and, if I
2: want to go that far now. He's improved. No, I, in that want to area.
7: To, I do want to go that far. Cause I can go back to When he was in Louisville, he could pass the darn ball. And when he got to, when he was drafted, well, it, Jeff, the, to, the, to, knock, to the add, knock was he couldn't pass the yes, ball. Yes, Jeff. But Jeff he to, can pass, hold on, Jeff. Passer. Hold
2: on, Jeff. Okay, I'm sorry. I need to no. I need to add context, and I also need to throw to the news. So my apologies, but I just I just want to drive directly into the point and not look back at Louisville. I want to address Thank what you. you said. You said you. that Lamar Jackson sees the field better than anybody right now. That that means not anything having to do with Louisville. But what's going on right now? We all know about Lamar Jackson and the criticism and what he was and what he isn't. We all know that he's improved, most definitely. But when you think about some guy that he's going to oppose named Patrick Mahomes out on the mm -hmm. field, Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. hard to say he sees the field better than anybody. I think it is much more accurate to say that he has improved a hell of a lot. And this is out of my own mouth. Uh, I think anybody would be hard pressed to to not pay attention and, and acknowledge that he has very much improved as a passer. Jeff, I have to hit the break. I want to thank you so much I, for calling I, uh, from Boise. I, w-
7: I would like to tell, say, may you speak? I,
2: I, he is an AFC West guy, and
7: I'm an AFC West guy.
2: Are you getting – so here's the thing. Are you getting ready to take a crap on Patrick Mahomes?
7: No, I'm not. No, I'm okay, not. Great. He's beautiful.
2: Well, thank you. Well, well, let's leave it there. But, Jeff, I got a question for you. Jeff, I got a question. Please. Are you going to deliver to us the news on CBS Sports Radio? Are you going to deliver to us the news? Uh, I
7: don't know what news you're talking about.
2: So, okay. So, I have to throw to a news break. So, unless you're going to tell us all of the scores and the updates of everything going on in the world of sports, I have to throw to the news, okay?
7: Thank you, sir. I appreciate you so much. I Thanks. love listening to your show. Thank you. Thank you. I've called in a few times. Thank Thanks. you so much for the time.
2: Well, Jeff, don't go me. anywhere because I, I need you to know that this is going to go on right now this second. Thank you for calling from Boise. Don't hang up because it's I'm time for a news flash.
8: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Damn it, I got to leave in a little while. I get here every, every weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. We're pulling up on a month of the JR Sport Brief Show in this slot. I think by the time March gets here, I will have completed four full years here on CBS Sports Radio. You can catch me Saturday afternoons in New York on WFAN New York City. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm just a happy guy. I'm standing here talking about sports. How bad can life be? Uh, In one of the TV screens here, by the way, I'm watching uh, the Boston Celtics annihilate the heat 138 to 105. Uh, Terry Rozier in his debut has seven points. Maybe he's pressing. He'll be fine. He's going to start lighting people up any day now. Uh, Right before we went to break, we talked about Lamar Jackson. Some comments made by Cam Newton uh, pretty much said that Lamar Jackson is more valuable to the city of Baltimore Uh, than Ray Lewis. And I had to just kind of go, okay, what was he talking about? Like, if you want to talk about this from a football perspective, if you want to talk about this from being relevant right now, today, this minute, this second, yeah, sure. Because Lamar Jackson is actually still playing football. But when you want to talk about now, what year are we in? 2024? Add another four. When you want to talk about almost 30 years of Ray Lewis in Baltimore, yes, it's almost 30 years chill out like that's that's doing too much let lamar win a super bowl let him do some more before we talk about his his influence as it relates to ray lewis Uh, ray lewis helped bring football back to the city you got to put things in a full proper perspective i'm going to get some more of your calls please we got a lot of people on the line if you can be very direct and think about the other callers that would be amazing. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. John is here from Baltimore. You're on the JR Sport Reshow. What's up, John?
4: Hey, what's up, Jr.?
2: I'm excellent. Go um, ahead.
4: You know, we uh me and my buddies, we tailgated all the way through the two thousand Super Bowl to the Joe Flacco Super Bowl and Baltimore is a pretty big tailgate city and you get the, you get the feel uh, of the heartbeat of the, of the entire city when you're tailgating with these guys. And it's it's actually a pretty friendly uh, tailgate city. And we would have college friends bring their parents in from like the New York who are giants fans or Philly fans. And they would, we come back to the tailgate and they didn't believe it before they came into the game, but when they would come out of the game, they just couldn't believe the hysteria there was for Ray and the passion that everybody had for Ray. Um, and it, I mean, it just, it just it all it took was one game to see to see the to see, um, the, the, the expression on, on and the, just the, the cheer that he got. And mm-hmm. I mean, people wanted to see defense just as much as they wanted to see Joe on the field. Yeah. And honestly, even if Lamar has a couple has a couple Super Bowls, maybe has a couple more MVPs, I still don't even think it's in the same category. Okay. When you talk about Ray Lewis, okay. as a football player, he. Well, uh, I mean, that's it. It's not apples to oranges; it's apples to bananas because it's the whole well, that's the you, bananas Joe. comment.
2: Well, thank you, John, for calling from Baltimore. Appreciate you. Lucy is here from Baltimore. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
4: Hi, JR. It's great talking with you. I love your show. Um, There is no way that Lamar can even be put in the same caliber as Ray Lewis, not with everything that Ray Lewis has done for this town. And the way Ray played as well, from the day he stepped put onto the field to the end of his career. That's just my
2: thoughts. No, I, I agree with you one million percent. Lucy, thank you for being so pointed in your comments. Right. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. All right, have a wonderful night. Thank you, Lucy, for right. calling from Baltimore. is calling from Florida. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Tamar? What's up, JR? Hey, listen, I'm getting ready for life after football, okay?
9: And I'm starting to come to the realization that I've got to listen to Doris Burke. As ESPN's number one team, you're telling me Mike Breed and Doris Burke are going to call the NBA Finals? I mean, come on, man. She sounds like like Marge Simpson calling a game. Like, who is Doris Burke? Like, we need they need to go in there and get a started. They, they need somebody in that booth. I am not listening to Doris Burke. Well, what are you going to do? Put the television on mute? Listen, I know that I'm still going to watch, and they're still going to get the ratings. But it's a disgrace that of all the talent ESPN has. They just want Mike Breed and Doris Burke. I mean, well. you, who's Doris Burke, man? I mean, come on, now. you can't get anybody better than Doris. Burke. If you're going to sit here and tell me that Doris Burke is something special, then uh, then you're wild. No,
2: she she played she played basketball in college. That counts for something, right? It, it, listen, do, what, you got Doris Burke on one station and Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller on the
9: other to go along with Shaq and, and Sir Charles. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Look at it. ESPN has turned into a joke, man. Like, what what is this? you telling me the game is on the line, game seven, I got to hear Mike Breen with Doris Burke? I'm saying what people don't want to say, and that's nah, the truth. Nah, I,
2: I, I understand. I, told, I say it quite frequently. I don't, I don't listen to the broadcasters really at all. I guess part of that is being in the studio. I got the benefit of not having to listen. Hey, Tamra, do what I do. Hey, watch the NBA Finals and listen to me. Better idea, okay? I'll give it a shot, man. Have a good night. All right, thank you, Tamra, for calling from Florida. Damn. Like I don't particularly care for Doris Burke either. There's a lot of announcers I don't care for, you know. But it it feels a little bit different because she's a woman. Nobody wants to necessarily say I can't stand this lady, but I take well I don't take a crap on Hubie Brown. This guy's like ninety. Hey Ryan, how old is Hubie Brown? Is he ninety? Ninety one? Ninety on the dot. He's ninety on the dot. Like I'm just happy that he's still alive. Okay, but. He ain't my favorite person to listen to, but I'm like, okay, here he is. He's calling. He's talking about the painted area, and I deal with it, okay? I'm not necessarily a fan of Doris Burke either, but me, I I don't really listen to the games. I don't. I'm sitting here in a studio. I'm surrounded by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There are seven screens in front of me right now. One has a meter. One has uh, Turner and ESPN and CBS. Another one has a bunch of studio equipment stuff like I don't got to listen to Doris Burke. If you have to you do what I do, just put the TV on mute, put on some music. Maybe I just turn the sound up if they trying to dissect the call and I don't know what's going on, but. I don't need the announcers to watch a game. I can look at the stats in real time. I can look at the the game in front of me. And here's the other thing. I go to enough sporting events, and I know historically people used to take the radio with them to the baseball game, listen to the announcers, you know, but I go to enough sporting events. When I'm sitting in the seats, guess what there is? There is no announcers. There are no announcers. I got to look at what I see And I got to draw my own conclusions. And that part about it, I appreciate. I really do. And you know what else I appreciate? I appreciate you. Yes, you, for listening. Wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, whether you're in Baltimore thinking about Ray Lewis and Lamar, whether you're here in Atlanta with me mad about Raheem Morris, whether you're in San Francisco waiting for the Niners, whether you're in Detroit waiting for the Lions, or Kansas City waiting on the Chiefs, I appreciate you. I'm going to be back tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. If you missed a minute of the show, you can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. You can follow me on the Internet. Send your crazy messages to me, Twitter, X, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. I am at JR Sport Brief. I hope you're well. I hope you're safe. I hope you're cool, warm, all of that. The JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio is done. Don't go anywhere. Bart Winkler is coming up next. Thank you so much to super producer and host, Ryan Hickey, and thank you for listening. Y'all have a good night and a good evening. Okay, picture this. It's
5: Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.